0: Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. I am your host Gina Visseram from LimitlessCoaching.com and I am so excited to have the lovely Anna Wilk with us today and we are going to be talking about a range of exciting things from starting your own business and what that might look like, through to things for you to really be considering and thinking about when you are pregnant, the impact on yourself and your family, and as you can tell, uh, just from this description, Anna is hugely multi-talented. So in the time that we have with her today, we're going to be talking on a range of issues. So Anna Wilk of Bumps and Babies by Anna is a postnatal doula, maternity nurse, and baby consultant who coaches and mentors female entrepreneurs including those with birth and baby businesses and yeah she absolutely is the go-to person um, in this field and so I thought she would be a brilliant guest to have on the podcast. So Anna, welcome.
1: Hello, welcome and um, I'm very happy to be here and very uh, And I feel very honoured to be on, on, on this
0: call with you. Oh, well, I am so glad that you're here. And, you know, if you're listening, I just want you to know that Anna and I crossed paths in a couple of ways. And I first met her in uh, one of the uh, female entrepreneurship spaces that I'm part of, the Members Club which is an incredible space for female entrepreneurs, which is run by the amazing Carrie Green, who you've probably heard me talk about because I love her podcast and books and all kinds of things like that. So that's how Anna and I first came across each other. But actually, very soon after Nina was born, I discovered her bumps um, and baby's diary which was brilliant. And I bought that. And it was such a lovely way to, you know, record those really, really early days where you're recording everything, you know, when you're feeding, when the baby is napping, Um, those early days when she used to nap more than she did a bit later (laughs) on. (laughs) So that's how Anna and I first came across each other. But I want to start off, Anna, by asking you to tell me more about your current business and your journey to get there. Anna, what is it that you do?
1: Um, I help and uh, support women to set up their own businesses and uh, help also new parents with, as you mentioned, uh, with a new addition to the family. Um, So, And that's exactly where my current uh, business um, side came from. Um, I was very successful uh, helping Um, new moms and supporting them and empowering them on their new journey Uh, and i decided that i want to share this knowledge and share this experience with other uh, birth and baby professionals um so one day i just um went to one of 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 the groups where i when i knew there are girls who might benefit from my knowledge and my experience and and i just offer them um Business mentoring um, services and I to be honest I never looked back uh, because there is such a huge need in our industry uh, for for that. Uh, we are brilliant uh, as a women and especially in in, in that niche. Uh, we, we know how to look after others, but we not necessarily have the skills uh, how to build a business uh, successfully. Um, so I thought I would really you know, put my um, stick my head out and, and help them um, uh, to develop um, business skills develop their websites develop you know their services just help them a little bit um, so they can in a way support more women that I can on my own uh, because if you think about it um, you know I have 10 or 12 clients a year uh, if I work with let's say you know 20. Uh, mentoring clients a year that gives me a massive ripple effect, uh, and I can support more new moms, you know, on their new journey.
0: I love that you talk about a massive ripple effect, Anna, because I think that's so powerful. And the idea that I, I think, as as women, when we kind of get together and have a purpose and really want to support each other it feels like that can really be one of the solutions <laughs> to oh. so much that is happening uh with the world and so i i think it's very cool that one of your motivations behind your business is is about creating a massive ripple effect which in turn will help to support other women
1: yeah i, I really feel that and i and i i just i couldn't figure out you know for a long time you know how you know what else i could be doing to to affect, you know, to help and support more women around the world, and not just the, you know, the, the clients of my kind, but also women who who I cannot reach because they live in, let's say, in India or Pakistan or uh, Africa, and they, when they they you know they cannot grow their own business because there is no uh, financial help, because they they struggle with with um, their own business. Um, um, skills so um, i also help you know by working with me you help others because i you know part of my uh income comes to to charity where we help other women um so it's not just that um, you know my immediate clients but also you know women I, I might never meet in 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 life will be um supported um through various um, charity givings Uh, and and I really you know that was my from the beginning I really thought you know what else I can do so it's not just you know one-on-one work but you know with with my you know clients who then will be working with with their clients and new moms Um, but also you know the women who I cannot you know personally in any other way um, which definitely definitely
0: and while Technology does help with that to an extent, you know, so you could reach, you know, via technology, you could reach a woman in Cameroon or Zimbabwe, or as you say, from Sri Lanka to to everywhere else. Um, But also, I see that you have that added dimension of giving, which, um, which is lovely. So Anna, before we go a little bit further, I'd love you to tell me a little bit more as well. Your background is as a postnatal doula and maternity nurse, is that correct?
1: Um, yes, I, I mean, I always, since I was four, I knew I wanted to work with um, with children and families. And, you know, my first job was, you know, I was 16 and I had, uh, you know, summer nanny job. Um, I still went to university. I've got a degree in um, human resources. But I always knew that I want to go back to that, um, to that niche and, and work with uh, new moms and, and, you know, help them you know, to learn how they can look after their children. So our next generation, our generations are, you know, confident and empowered and they can make, you know, better choices for themselves. So I slowly progress and, you know, I I come from Poland, I came from Poland, so we don't have, you know, we don't have many doulas, we don't have maternity nurses, you know, the nanny is not really um, an option because we have families who will support us, we have, you know, um, grandmothers and aunties who, you know, help with new mums um, once you know, a new baby arrived. Um, so when I, you know, came over here, it was a, a huge opportunity for me that actually I can, I can do it as a, as a profession. I can, I can make a business, you know, build, you know, my business on, you know, on my passion and I can help others, uh, you know, build their own businesses. Um, so slowly, I. But I, you know, my first job was as a nanny, and then slowly I progressed to you know become maternity nurse and night nanny, uh, baby consultant and postnatal doula. Um, so you know, over the years, uh, I I have many many families, and you know, some of my children who I was you know looking after when I was sixteen, they have their own children right now. Uh, and I'm not that old to be a grandmother yet, <laughs> uh, but it's just um, and you know they, and you know, I'm still in touch with them, and I see how they look after their children, how you know that with my, they still have this way, the same, you know, they share my values, and they, you know the same ways they they wanted, you know, you know, one of them the girl was saying, you know, I wish, you know, you we were closer because you could have, you know, at the birth of my child and it was such a beautiful thing for me to hear from a child who I was looking, you know, after when I was sixteen, uh, you know, over twenty years ago.
0: What an honor. Oh my goodness. And, you know, speaking as a mom who, like many moms in the UK, don't doesn't have family uh oh right close by and doesn't have that support that you described as being often so readily available in poland Mm. um in terms of maybe family dynamics being a little bit different it means the world when you come across somebody who is part of your journey of pregnancy or part of your journey uh when you are a mom i mean rahim and i always talk about the fact that our child mind is are now like family, and they really are now, you know, essentially some of our closest family here in the UK and beyond, because, you know, they're the people that Nyla is with most days in the week, and, you know, you you don't have, you know, somebody looking after your child who isn't going to essentially become an extended part of your family, ideally, because it's really the most important thing for you, you know?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's, you know, like you say, you know, they they spend, you know, so much time and, you know, I see that often that we lost a village, you know, the village, you know, the whole... Because in England, we have so many different cultures, you know, people coming and migrating, you know, from different backgrounds, you know, coming and staying here for X amount of years, you know, bringing their families, but they don't have the immediate family. And, you know, having someone who is who has experienced who you know been there and done that and and has you know huge passion for doing so it can be really priceless and you know and you know in many years you will still remember you know your you know the lady who was looking after your baby girl and you know thinking you know wow um you know she was you know huge part of your life definitely and it is You're
0: right. It is anybody kind of involved in childcare and in the foundations of our children's lives, like you are, like you've described, who really do have a massive impact in what's possible for us and what's possible for our kids, because it relates to our attitudes and our beliefs and our comfort levels in terms of... Um, what we're able to do, uh, whether that is like on a day to day being a mom level, or whether that is a going back to work level. So yeah, the kind of foundations and the day to day support that you get really, really are key. Um, mm. And Anna, you describe your services as being, you know, sort of from when you see the, the positive line on a pregnancy test. Mm. So what are some of the ways that mums-to-be can seek support um, from doulas in general and others who exist to support pregnant women. And as part of this, if you could actually even just expand on what a doula
1: is, that would be brilliant. Um, So maybe I will start, you know, what doula does and who she is and how she can help, Uh, and then I will explain, you know, what else is possible. I mean, doula is... um, in general supporting women uh, on practical and emotional level during before um, during and after childbirth Um, and um, you would you know normally get um, you know do like being uh, on call with you for um, two weeks before birth and um, two weeks after I mean uh, before due date and after due date so it's like you know uh, in general, you know, four weeks it can sometimes be, you know, it, you cannot predict, um, you know, when you're going to give birth, uh, but uh, that's, like, general rule um, some doulas will be offering, um, you know, services a little bit earlier when I, you know, come and um, offer you a few an- antenatal classes and um, some doulas will be offering, you know, postnatal support like I do uh, which is um, just coming um, to the house and uh, you know, helping, uh, um, you know, even holding a baby when mom has a shower or making her a cup of tea or, you know, picking up some uh, shopping or emptying dishwasher, you know, things like that. Just sometimes sim- very simple but uh, very meaningful uh, task, which uh, are often overlooked, you know, when you give birth, you uh, feel like, you know, um, you got hit by a train and, and might not feel like, you know, getting up a you know, in the morning and dropping off your older children to school. So, you know, little things like that, which uh, would can make a huge um, difference in, in women's, um, you know, um, early motherhood. Um, and also, you know, giving them um, support uh, um, regarding, you know, postnatal depression if there is a, um, a suspected um, case or a uh, mum just doesn't feel well and you know she just needs to just have someone to talk to who will just listen uh, and not try to fix her or try to uh, make it go away but just someone who will really look at her and really um, and and be there for her emotionally Uh, because as I mentioned before uh, we, we lost the you know the community the village and um there's many women who who don't have um but you know family or close friends support around here um so my um I'm slightly different I offer my ho- my approach is very holistic, so I do get calls sometimes around you know twelve or thirteen weeks saying you know especially from uh, my returning clients you know uh who would like me to be again and you know support them after the baby is born just to you know make sure that I am not uh, booked uh, by someone else Uh, and um, I can help with you know from simple things like even you know going um, through you know choosing a pram or choosing a baby carrier or making a baby list or you know uh, giving them a, a list of you know whoever they might want to go and see uh if there is a, a need for i don't know um uh, maybe osteopath or reflexologist you know someone you know they they have you know, there's all different needs you know um in the first few months can be very rough and um you know it can be you know draining both emotionally and uh, uh mentally and physically on you know on, on the one so it all depends on a um, on the pregnancy and, and what, you know, if it's a, a first baby or a second or third or is it like multiples, um, you know, there, there might be so many, uh, you know, challenges in different situations. Um, so I'm very flexible and, you know, often, you know, I look at the family and think, you know, what does this family unit need from me? How they could benefit in the best possible way? Um, so they feel at ease and there's no uh, stress or there's no you know challenges as much as you know there's some things we cannot predict but uh, you know simple things like even you know helping to choose a baby carrier or uh, you know showing uh, you know different uh, you know coats or uh, making a list or preparing you know a hospital bag and you know answering some questions and. Uh, doing a little bit of research for the family if they um, you know let's say mom is vegetarian and she's not sure what she can eat what she should be eating Mm -hmm. um, sending them you know uh, like uh, you know signposting and sending them materials so they can all you know preparing for birth you know they might want you know think about you know uh, about their water birth or home birth so there are other different um scenarios and they want to see their stats, or you know ask question about hospital or you know what do they need to know um there's you know the other classes there are like you know nct and you know uh, hypnobirthing so my, they might want to know you know what they would benefit the most you know from and and sometimes they come to me um for that kind of um, support and advice or um or just want to hear my opinion or you know what else you know what else is there? You know. Uh, they might they might want to do or uh, choose for themselves
0: yeah so I I completely understand now your description of really it being everything from when you realize that you're pregnant um huh. in terms of the potential to work with a doula and and thank you so much for uh one telling us more about what a doula is but also distinguishing between i guess different ways different doulas have worked you know like you said you gave that really nice guidance um of you know potentially two weeks either side of the birth uh, give or take and then of course how you work as somebody who is and 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 have worked as somebody yeah. very established in this industry who will have returning clients who love you and trust you and you know, they, they know that their journey will be that much easier and more pleasurable by having somebody that they trust and and paying somebody that they trust to kind of really, I guess, kind of help them create uh, the foundations of the sort of lifestyle that they want for their family. And, and and like you say, to get past those those really tough early days. I mean, I was really blessed that even though my folks don't live in this country, my mum was here for the first two months. Uh. And that was an absolute godsend for me. Uh. And even with a very supportive husband and a very supportive mother and, you know, other very supportive family, but, you know, they they weren't necessarily physically here. Uh. Um, Even with all of that, I remember you know on day 6 you know nyla's 6th mm-hmm. day of being of of being with us here like i had i don't know just kind of some kind of episode where i was shaking and it it was was all very intense and we ended up calling an ambulance and i went to the hospital and you know you're kind of one thinking uh... what's going on with me but two uh... do i really want my 6-day old to be in a hospital but three I'm exclusively breastfeeding, so she can't not be with me. And there's all of this stuff. And I just think, and that, I mean, that's a bit of an extreme, but there are also yeah. those moments, I think new moms will really recognize this, where you might just randomly burst into tears for what feels like no reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and, you know, and there's all of this stuff. So I think, uh. I think where moms can get the support and, be unapologetic for it you know Mm, just kind mm. of know that you whether it is you know husband and parent or aunt you know because I had my aunt Mm. around as well um or you know anybody else that you choose to work with like a doula or anything else all of this is is so important because and Anna I have to say this if ever you decide to write a book please call it we lost the village or we Uh, lost a village, because I think it's uh, so powerful. uh, And you've said it a couple of times. And the first time you said uh, it, I wrote it down immediately, because uh, I just thought it so succinctly and articulately describes, uh, you know, a lot of our situations, I guess, uh, and in in the more Western world or in cities or or, or whatever the case is. It's a bit of a modern phenomenon, isn't it? That we we have the benefits of kind of living all over the world and moving and, uh, you know, having our career and having our families and doing all of these things, which are generally such a big blessing. But for it to really potentially be the blessing, you know, recognizing that where we can create our own village, (laughs) wherever we are, then that will really help to benefit us.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, what I do, I, I'm really focused on women and, and mothers, and um, it it really comes down, you know. There's, you know, everyone thinks you lost the village. What can I do here? And I always say, just start with yourself. You don't have to, you know, change the whole world. I am very, very blessed to be, uh, to be living in St Albans. When I have amazing, the most amazing women's community uh, we run uh, a red tent uh, where i am a guardian uh, for past i think two and a half years and uh, we have every single month we have um, 20 women coming um, to sit together in uh, uh, in a circle and share whatever they have to share and uh, we have a, a drumming uh, circle which we run uh, every month just to, you know, so we can feed from each other and, you know, sit together and hear each other out. Like, you know, no matter what's going on, we can actually say these things because there's, there's, we lost the village. This is, you know, we're trying to build it up again and by supporting, you know, other women and you know, one of my favorite um, quotes, is you know, empowered women, empower women. Uh, Because it, it starts with one single woman who can, You know, if she is empowered, then she can empower two other or three other women. You know, we don't have to, you know, make it massive, like build on something um, and, you know, overcomplicated. But, you know, sitting together over just a cup of tea and when you can, like you you mentioned that, you know, you can talk to someone without, you know, being judged and and just, you know, so someone can create the space for you when you can come and feel safe and supported. this is what all mothers need. This is the you know this is the thing, you know, women were always, you know, before us, were well, you know, sitting together and sharing and uh, and I remember, you know, in, in my little in my granny's village, you know, I had auntie, she wasn't my you know by blood, my auntie, but you know, we called them aunties and we were always coming, and my granny was going and they were just sitting and talking at the kitchen table and you know sometimes they were baking cakes or or just chatting but you know I still have this feeling of the community and this this is what I want to do this is I want to be part of and um
0: and we can do it we absolutely can and I love how you have started a village and created a village in St Albans and and you know that those 20 women a month can come and really be part of something and I think it's such a wonderful example of what we can do and we can do it in different ways and I think where we can do it in person it's really incredibly powerful as well because like you've uh-huh. said it can be you know having a, a, a real conversation and having a cup of tea and you know all of those really wonderful rituals that um for for those of us you know in cities like London or, or where uh-huh. anybody else might be listening you know New York Chicago Nairobi wh- wherever it might be uh-huh. It, it's so fast paced that, you know, you need to be in somebody's diary for three weeks before you can potentially right. get together and all of this stuff. So so where we can actually step back from, from the the pace of everything and right. really slow down and spend some genuine time... I I love that, and I agree. I think that's exactly what mums need. I I have to say, I've been so blessed, and I think I still thank her all the time. I hope I do. <laughs> but mm-hmm. one of uh, one of my closest friends, who I met at university, uh, which was then clearly quite a few years ago now,
1: <laughs> but
0: mm-hmm. um, but since having Nyla, I have to say she has she's come and visited us most Friday nights. Wow. which is amazing and it has yeah. been you know obviously people go on holidays or this or that yeah. or, or you've got other yeah. commitments but essentially we have been her number one commitment on a Friday after work and I just think that connection mm. I I value that so incredibly and I know that you know I, I know how much I value that but I also know that for another girlfriend now that I have a a little one, I probably wouldn't be able to do that with the commitment that my friend has shown me. But I've also Mm. seen how incredible it is, you know? And so where Mm. I can do that more, I know that I will because I've I've seen that, you know, beginnings of a village. (laughs) Mm. As you you talk about and how, you know, being here together while, you know, we eat takeout or we, you know, put the baby to sleep or just have fun, it's just... It's, it's really, really lovely. And you keep that aspect of connection. Mm. And I think, Anna, that's such a big a big part of what you do and what you facilitate, mm. um, which is really, really wonderful. So, Anna, I, um, if, if you're happy to share, I'd love to know sort of on a personal level for you more what your, your family looks like and and how do your days look in terms of your business time and your personal time. Mm. Um how does
1: all of that work for you so on the family level i mean i've got so involved with you know helping other women and other families um i'm it's still me and my partner, so family for me is still you know to be continued and and to happen uh, and we uh we're renovating new house and we put lots of um effort and time into that, but um we're both very you know, family-orientated. We, 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 when we can, we spend time with our friends, and uh, we think about, you know, how it's going to be when we have our children. And at the same time, um, you're thinking, um, it's really interesting, because my partner actually uh, owns uh, a construction company, so he, we always laugh about it. Uh, he um, extends houses and, big, uh, and you know, builds new homes for new families. Uh, so we always love, you know, you should put on your vans, you know, my service on one side and your service on the other side. <laughs> That's because, so true.
0: <laughs> because we
1: have exactly the same clients. You know, he, he, you know, he, he's, you know, building extensions for growing families when actually, you know, I come there and I help, you know, the new, I support new mums. Um, so we're very,
0: you know, That's committed. amazing. That's absolutely amazing. It's so yeah. true. You ultimately have the same client base. yes. Yeah. Just-
1: yeah, with, with different
0: things and complementing yeah. things
1: going on in their lives. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so they always, you know, and I know there's a new baby coming for the clients, always send, you know, uh, my baby diary as <laughs> <laughs> a gift, you know. So they... They, all, they look at him like you know because he is a builder ultimately, um, and um, you know he is like really knowing. Oh my goodness!
0: Can I just say that that would absolutely make me fall in love with somebody as a builder? Because actually, again, with the same motivation that you're talking about, um, one of our one of our projects is is a ground floor extension of our property that we bought last year. And again, like what you're talking about, the, the motivation for buying it was kind of slightly up-leveling from the mm-hmm. home that we had for eight and a half years, which was perfect for us as a couple, mm-hmm. but, but not so friendly for us as a family because it had these kind of crazy outside stairs and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, Anna, as a new mom, I was like, you, you'll know from all of your clients, it feels mm-hmm. daunting enough to go Mm. out with a new baby full stop, much less when you have to go down outside concrete stairs. Mm. It's not, (laughs) and in in February and March and whatever, it's not a kind of friendly situation. So yeah, so for us, it was, you know, we had varying motivations for our move into our new home and all of that. And we've, you know, just gotten a builder on board for, for this project. And it's lovely because one of the things that was really important to me was that, the builder was going to understand that this wasn't just a building site, you know, mm-hmm. because we're, we're living here and this is our home. And we unfortunately don't have the option of moving elsewhere for mm-hmm. three months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, and with, with him, it so happens that he has, you know, a three-year-old son and kind of really gets it and, mm-hmm. and and respects all of that, but he didn't need to, you know, it didn't need to be somebody who had a son to understand it. So I think I can imagine, as a potential client, that your husband sending, uh, your partner sending, you know, sending new clients your baby diary, like that would seal the deal. That's like somebody really understands, and I think that's so cool.
1: Yeah, I always, you know, ask about these clients. So some, you know, it's not, you know, it's not like every client, but you know, some clients, you know, are already, you know, they're expecting or you know close. So I always, you know, ask and always like, you know, okay um you have to you know take my diary and you know that's it that's you know for me that's you know it's a small thing but you know us women we know what small things you know make a massive massive difference and you know that's very um I would love if someone you know thought about you know me when you know building it in your house you know just you know giving something I wouldn't expect really
0: yeah no that's lovely. And so Anna we've mentioned it a couple of times because I bought your diary which like I said it was you know really really helpful in Mm. I'm gonna say in the early months but I used it for ages (laughs) in terms of you know kind of recording things and you know technology means that we also have apps which is lovely Mm -hmm. like and I ended up having an app as well but it was so nice to be able to write in a physical diary you know those kind of really sort of important developments so tell me a little bit more about the the kind of inspiration behind creating that
1: diary for you. Well, for me, it was um, simply uh, I needed for myself. You know, when I was working with new parents, sometimes, you know, they were, uh, you know, I was sometimes uh, working nights. So, the you know, the mom was uh, breastfeeding, but I had to wake up the baby, bring the baby and then um, settle back to sleep. Uh, if I was doing maternity nurse work, uh, you know, I was most of the time uh at home and sometimes I was writing it down because I just wanted to see patterns and see how the baby is doing and then uh, that was important as you also know for um, midwives and um, health visitors you know to see how baby uh, you know is doing you know about you know from nappy and you know wet and dirty nappies like you know they will ask you this question you don't realize that actually they will be asking this question. Absolutely
0: I I definitely did end up sharing Mm. mine with health visitors and and stuff like that, because it was just a really easy way to sort of recount yeah. what it is that
1: had been going on. Uh but also, you know, for so I that was my need and we I always had, you know, this printed out paper and you know, with just little tables and, you know, times and I was writing, you know, how much baby or what time was eating, how long if it was breastfeeding. So we could, you know, look back and see, you know, oh, this is what's going on. The baby wasn't eating for that long, or it's like, you know, we could see uh you know, the nappies and, uh, uh, you know, how long was sleeping. So we could kind of look back and, and you, know, you know, and see how, how baby is doing. And then, you know, next week if something was off, you could see if it, it, it's a, it's a uh, um, growth spur or um, there are some, you know, challenges or, is, you know, eating less or, or more. So you can always compare. And then at some point I was like, I just cannot keep doing it. I just keep leaving, you know, piece of papers. And I, mm-hmm. because I, I'm really, uh, in that um, perspective, I'm really, uh, I, I like to be very professional and and very efficient. So I, I was like, I just have to, you know, self-publish that. I need to, you know. So I sat down and I was like, that's it, I'm doing it. And, and you know, from from designing it myself to, you know, to, to graphics and, um, you know, um applying for ISP number uh, I just done it and um and I just love it because uh if i even if I have new clients and they not i support them you know only online i i ask them i send them the baby diary they they fill it in and when i I ask them to take a picture of the baby diary um you know last two or three days, and that's so much easier and I do understand that some moms would want to app and some they will be using alongside. But actually, uh, the funny thing was, I think it was two or three years ago. I had a client who was working on apps, and she was she knew everything about apps, and she was she was very determined to use apps. And after a few days, she actually gave up and was using my baby diary uh, because you know with app you cannot see like you cannot turn the pages, you cannot see day by day or whole week uh, like as quickly. You you have to kind of you know scroll back and. Uh, and and it's 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 not as clear uh plus you have this nice feeling when you look back and uh, you have something physical in your hand like you know we there's you know everything is digital right now and it's so nice to have something you know physical in your hand. Yeah, yeah. and like you
0: say really being able to turn the pages and i think yeah actually i think it's you know a, a pretty fair comparison to think about kindles and and uh, paperbacks and that sort of thing which is that some people like one more than the other or the same person sometimes uh-huh. will want a kindle or sometimes want a physical thing and uh, I think that the, the we're, we're very lucky to live in a time where we have the options uh, um because like I say for me even though I ended up having an app which you know I had and I used a lot and it would calculate things for me and all of that like using your diary As well was just really nice. And you're right. And I could be there and it could be a time where I was feeding Nyla or whatever. And it was so nice to just kind of like flick through the pages Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have a little look and have a little comparison. Mm -hmm. So I think it's lovely that it's, it's an element of choice that moms have now. Mm Anna, I wanted to ask, so I know that you are accessible in a range of ways. And, and you know, our last question on the podcast, don't worry if you're listening. I'm going to make sure that you know how you can connect with Anna. But I noticed on your, on your Bumps and Babies Facebook page, you reposted a lovely image of Mark Zuckerberg. So Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and his wife Priscilla and their daughters. And it was a message to their newest daughter, who had just been born. And it was a lovely post, but it really motivated me to ask you a bit about working with mums who are having second or third babies. What have you really seen in terms of the dynamic of changing families and the sorts of roles that you can have within that?
1: Mm. I, I do have, you know, returning clients and they... They always feel like, you know, we want you to be, you know, part because you were with the first one or with the second one. But also I have have clients who have their first child and they suddenly feel, oh my God, we don't know what we're doing. Because the dynamics can be so very different. You know, there might be, you know, the children might be a little bit older. Uh, They might have different, you know, um, daily schedule, you know, going to preschool or school or different activities and there's this little newborn who as you know is very unpredictable and uh, at the beginning it's very tricky even for mom you know to get out of the house with you know two or three babies or children um, and they they kind of they, they completely they feel in in a way it's like we're not gonna need anyone because we done it And I actually have clients who come to me and say, "We've done it twice. At the third time, we feel like we deserve a bit of help."
0: (laughs) I love that.
1: Because it's like it's a hard work. You know, whatever way you're looking, it doesn't matter if it's your first or second or third. It's a very unpredictable time, and you simply there's one thing I keep repeating always. You can predict, you know, if it's a boy or a girl, and uh, where you're gonna be living, and you know what the weather is gonna be like, um, you know, as a, for um, season. But you're not gonna ever predict how you're gonna feel, and you mm-hmm. cannot say that it's gonna be all great or it's gonna be really bad. It's simply we we don't we just we. We can't say if it's gonna be you know, how it's gonna affect us on an emotional level, um, and I think you know having support with you know um, second and third babies is equally important, like having support with first babies, uh, because we simply don't know how we're gonna feel, um, and it might be all great, which is brilliant, or might be not so good, and which you know it means that getting help is not a, a an asking for help. It's nothing wrong with that and we actually, we need to do that more um, because then we can um, teach our children, you know, that asking for help is okay, but it's okay not to feel, you know, great all the time Uh, and it's okay, you know, to have a, you know, uh, postnatal blues and uh, not knowing because sometimes and i'm I'm honest you know with that, because I had clients you know coming with a third baby, we have no idea what's going on um and you know you would think that you know they had two children and they' done it all by her themselves and and they thought they 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 would not need someone, and then yet they're really desperate to get someone um and um, you know give them a, a a bit of support um so it's really um. I think that you just don't know how you're going to feel and how it's going to, in what way it's going to affect you uh, and what kind of help you might need. Oh, Anna, well, thank you so much for that,
0: because I think a couple of the points that you made just there, I mean, it it was all interesting, but a couple of the points are, are so worth really hammering home. And one is that you can't predict how you're going to feel. And so that's a really, really important thing to remember. But two is also, you know, your point about there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And and I I'm a firm believer that that there's everything, you know, right with asking for help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, what whatever that whatever that looks like. And I, you know, mm. I see it all the time, whether it is, you know, a mum not feeling supported by her her husband or partner and You know, it's probably not necessarily a reflection on them, but just, you know, sometimes you kind of think, oh, they should know what I need or they should know what will be helpful. Mm. But but actually, if we can get into the practice of really articulating what we need and where we can use help or even where we're feeling a little bit lost or whatever, then, you know, together, whatever it is that the village looks like that you're creating, then you can you can come up with what is needed for that or as you've said earlier in this episode Anna you know the power of speaking to somebody and not necessarily wanting a load of solutions but just being uh-huh. able to like vent <laughs> and yes. and kind of express what's going on with you and just feel good because you've been able to to do something for yourself and your own your own sort of mental health and well-being and self-care and all of that and that is that's really important so Anna we've just got a few more minutes but before we go because as I said again at the beginning of this episode you are really multi-talented and you do support birth and baby businesses and female entrepreneurs I know that in the audience here we have moms who are doing all kinds of different things and sometimes it might sometimes somebody might have an interest with starting a business potentially. Oh. So more generally speaking, for many um, sort of new mums and new parents who want to start a new business, what would be your top two or three tips for them if if it's something that they're considering?
1: I would say the most important would be start before you think you are ready. Uh, it's really don't overthink. Just start and then take each step once, once you you. you you start doing something and don't overthink it. And second one would be ask for help. Ask for help as much as you can and stretch yourself, even, you know, feeling vulnerable. But do ask for help because there's so much things about business and being a new parent and trying to figure out on your own. We often do that, but it's unnecessary. There's so many people around who are willing to help and have knowledge. And it's nothing wrong, like you said, to, you know, to ask for help. Um, and the third thing would be connect with others, uh, you know, build your own community around you. Because you mentioned a uh, Members Club and Female Entrepreneur Association created by Carrie Green. Uh, absolutely love that space. I mean, that's, uh, for me, it's like, you know, uh, yes, I am that very person who will be sit with you but i also i am very business orientated and trying to you know connect that and and, you know that that feeling of community and being part of something bigger with with amazing you know women around the world who can support you and just knowing that we might not feel at the beginning to you want to go and and ask question and ask for support but knowing that there is an opportunity for you if you you are willing and if you're ready and you can uh, that will really help you at the beginning of your journey as a as a business owner.
0: Those are such great tips, Anna. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Gotcha. So, Anna, you mentioned one quote a little bit earlier, but whether you want to reiterate that one or talk about another one, what would be one of your favorite motivational quotes or current mantras?
1: That would be empowered women, empower women. That's really... I strongly believe that if we allow ourselves to be empowered and empower ourselves, we can make uh, this huge ripple effect, which we, which might we might not understand right now. And I know from my own experience uh, what I've already been doing and. Um, it's like a little bit like you know connecting the dots. Um, you know you're creating these little dots. Um, you, you know you support someone else here, you support someone else there, and then suddenly you feel like you have this sea of women around you who you supported, maybe not directly uh, and not intentionally, uh, but you did, and you made an effort, effort and, and, and made a difference in their lives. Um, and the same like you know with our um red tent community you know there's eight eight of us guardians and we have you know this 20 women but we sometimes we have a, a waiting list to get into because that's the space we can hold of 20 women in a month but there's more and and they are willing to come so um and seeing you know them then going and setting up their own little community around themselves is just amazing
0: that is the perfect note in which to ask anna where can listeners of this podcast go to connect with you and find out more about what you do and, yeah, ultimately stay
1: connected? So that will be probably my uh, Facebook page, uh, Anna Wilg, and also Bumps and Babies by Anna. And uh, both my website, um, you know, you are more than welcome to um, drop me an email um, or send me a Facebook message or connect even, you know, if you if you come across my uh uh, private profile, uh, do request, uh, you know, uh, friendship. Um, I am very open to to connecting with with new uh, like-minded women.
0: Brilliant, Anna. Thank you so much for this today. It's been such an interesting conversation, and I, you know, one of my purposes of this podcast, you know, creative career solutions for parents is. You know, really to be supporting parents in every aspect of their lives, which will enable them to, you know, make more empowered and positive choices when it comes to their career and what it is that they're trying to achieve um, in in their own lives and their lives and and their lifestyle. So, you know, really kind of speaking to somebody who is a beautiful example of support um in in the foundation in the early stages Uh, i haven't had a conversation like this yet on the podcast and i love it so i really really appreciate your time
1: thank you very much for having me Uh, it was really a pleasure to um to be able to discuss this subject because i know how important it is and how how much we all need to erase this subject so thank you for for doing what you're doing Um, it's amazing we we know Uh, how much um, new moms need our support so thank you so much
0: absolutely Anna likewise and you have been listening to the creative career solutions for parents podcast as ever I'm so honored that you chose to hang out with me and today uh, actually to hang out with me and Anna Uh, we know that your time is precious and don't take it for granted that you have spent the time with us today. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day, uh, whatever else you go on to do. And please remember, if this podcast has helped you in any way, please don't be shy about popping over to iTunes, or wherever you're listening to this podcast to leave a review, because that will help uh, fellow working parents find it. And you can also connect with me uh, on facebook.com forward slash limitlesscoaching and can sign up to the newsletter. It just takes 30 seconds via limitlesscoaching.com. Have an incredible day. Take care. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode soon.